Tempe Brilliance Podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Hey, Star Chasers. This episode of Pimp Your Brilliance is brought to you by the Visionary Journal. The Visionary Journal is a goal-setting guide, mini vision board, and day planner. It provides a simple structure to help you break your goals into actionable steps that you can integrate into your daily life. For more information and to order your own copy of the Visionary Journal, visit keepchasingthestars.com backslash visionary journal. This is Minnesota 18. For more information or for show notes, you can find them at keepchasingthestars.com backslash M18. Hey, Star Chasers. Welcome back to another mini-sode. And before I get started, I have one really quick housekeeping note. And that is, it is time for another community survey. I have one up right now. You can find it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash survey. I want to know how I can help you. What topics you're interested in, what you're struggling with right now, what you feel like I can give more of. So please fill out that survey. I have a goal to get 100 answers, 100 responses. That's my former inner science teacher that wants that 100 random sampling. So if you have a spare minute or four, go to keepchasingthestars.com backslash survey and fill out that survey for me ASAP. Please and thank you. All right, so now that I got that out the way, I want to give a little bit of a pep talk here because as I just mentioned, I have that survey going. So far, I've received about half of the responses that I'm looking for, and there's a few things that keep coming up. And here's the thing about me is I really want to help everybody. Like, you know, money aside, business aside, At the core of my being, people, being connected to people, helping people, people are first for me. So when I send out surveys or I ask people what they're struggling with, I read that feedback and it really weighs on me. And I'm always at this place of trying to figure out like, how can I give more? And I always feel a little bit guilty because I'm one person with this big mission to show people what's possible and then help them bridge the gap to get where it is they need to go. Because I really do believe that ideas are currency and that the next world changing idea is sitting in somebody's head. And if I can help empower that person to taking action on that idea, like I feel like, you know, I've I've done what I'm here for. Like that's my purpose. So when I get responses from people, like sometimes the things that people say, like they make me sad and they make me think like, oh, I'm not doing enough. And how can I be doing more? But I also have to be realistic and check myself and realize that sometimes it's not that I'm not doing enough. Sometimes it's just that the person can't see it for themselves. And that takes a little bit more work than just saying like, here are five steps that you can do right now that person has to work through like what it is that's holding them up. So there's actually 
five things that I'm going to talk about in today's episode in hopes that it'll call attention to it for some of you who may be doing these things and you'll start the work to get over these roadblocks or to shift your mindset so that these five things are not, or should I say these five habits are not keeping you stuck and stagnant because I want you to be great and I want you to chase the stars. And I think that it's possible for you, but you have to get out of your own way. So here are five unproductive habits that are keeping you stuck and stagnant, aka stop doing these immediately. The first one is falling into the comparison trap. And I see this answer not exactly stated like this, but it's stated, and I'm, I'm referencing like things that people have said to me in surveys over time. It's stated as something like, you know, I have all these great ideas and I think what I have to offer is great, but how can I put that out there when there's so many professionals or there are so many other people who are doing this thing? And I feel like that is that comparison trap telling you that what you have to offer is not good enough. It's not special enough. It's not valuable enough. Nobody's going to pay for that. And that's a lie. I've seen people pay for like the most ridiculous things ever. Like, did you know if you, I haven't been on eBay in a while, but back in the day, like you could find like used pantyhose on eBay. Like that's weird. But (laughs) somebody likes that and there's a market for that. So I bring that up to say that there's somebody who you are the perfect fit for but you're not able to help them because you're too busy comparing yourself to the next person. And you have to stop doing that because social media is a blessing and a curse. In our last episode, Arsha mentioned this. So that's episode 19 with Arsha Jones. She talked about like how she can't use what she sees somebody else doing, like the way they're running their business or how their lifestyle is set up as a barometer for how she feels about herself and for how she feels about her business. And I was so glad that she said that because it's so true. Social media is a blessing and a curse. On one hand, we're able to connect with people that we never thought we'd be able to connect with and and in more ways. But at the same time, people, it's business. Like people are curating their lives and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's just a part of the game. You want to show up in the best light that you possibly can. So that comes with showing your successes and the best of your business and the best of your life. But behind the scenes, like a lot of people are a hot mess. Some of your internet favorites are hot messes. There are sometimes, probably more often than not, I am a hot mess, but I still try my best. I still try to show up in the fullest version of myself and shake off the comparison trap. And I'm not immune from that. There have been people that I really like on... Uh, you know, uh, another level and I've had to unfollow them or mute them or focus on my own paper. And so that's my suggestion to you. Get yourself out of the comparison trap. Understand that somebody else's success, that has nothing to do with your ability to be a success. If anything, that's showing you that what you're trying to do is possible and you should take that as a bit of encouragement. So that's my first thing. The comparison trap, got to get out of it. 
even if that means unfollowing, unsubscribing, muting, silencing, walking past real fast with your eyes closed so that you don't feel some type of way about what somebody else is doing or you don't get distracted by that, you have to let that go. Second thing, thinking you don't know anything. And this one is a big one. It's the not giving yourself enough credit that you have enough skills, you have enough intelligence, you have enough know-how to make something happen. And that's not true. In anything that you do, especially when it comes to business, yes, there's a certain amount of knowledge that you need going into it, but I guarantee you, you have some of that knowledge. You're just one, comparing, or two, overthinking, which is what I'm going to talk about in a minute, but you know more than you give yourself credit for. You have everything you need inside of you right now to get started. Does that mean that you have everything that you need to go from, you know, zero to a million dollars next week? Maybe not. You're going to have to build to that, but you have enough to get yourself started on at least, I would say, steps one, two, three of whatever it is that you're trying to put out there. If it's a business, if it's a service, a product, you have enough to get yourself started. You may have to work a little bit harder to get yourself off of the ground floor, but you can get started with what you have right now. I believe this to like no end. Sometimes this takes you needing to be resourceful. Sometimes this takes you needing to ask questions or do more research. You're going to have to do some work to continue growing and to continue moving forward. But stop thinking that you don't know anything and that that is a good enough reason to not move forward because it's not. Number three, listening to the chorus of fear. And this one is another big one. This is also one that I am very guilty of more than I would like to admit to. And it's really easy. I mean, the chorus of fear, I call it the chorus of fear because... It starts out as like a low rumble in the back of your mind. And if you entertain it long enough, you don't shut it down. It turns into like a full on sermon of all these things that you tell yourself, like, I can't do this because I'm not smart enough because I don't have it. Like it just, it, it, all the greatest hits. The chorus of fear likes to sing, like, you don't know anything. You don't have money to do this. You are too dumb to do this. Like just crazy stuff that it says. You failed before, so you can never be successful again. Like the chorus of fear is wild, y'all. Just like wild. And it will say whatever it can to steal your joy and to keep you stuck and stagnant, to keep you from moving forward. So you have to try like hell to shut down the chorus of fear. And a previous guest, Kashira, one of her mottos, and I love it, is feel the fear and do it anyway. And it's a perfect model because there's always going to be a taste of fear for anything that you've not done before, anything that you're trying to do that's going to level you up, that's going to take you outside of your comfort zone, is going to have a bit of fear attached to it. And you have to learn how to get comfortable with that bit of discomfort. So a part of shutting down the chorus of fear is learning to get comfortable with the fact that it's going to continue to sing, but you can tune it out. You don't have to let it steer your car. So figure out what you have to do to shut down the chorus of fear. Maybe you need to 
recite some affirmations for yourself. Maybe you need to take a moment to meditate. Maybe you need to call a friend. Maybe you need to journal. Maybe you just need to do it, the thing that you're afraid of, and don't look back. But you have to figure out what that is for yourself. And then, like I said, fight like hell to shut it down. Number four is waiting until everything is perfect to move forward. And this is another one of those traps because nothing's ever going to be perfect. And again, all of these things that I'm actually telling you are things that I'm guilty of in some form of another or have been at some time. Waiting until everything's perfect. I am such a perfectionist. Like, it's so bad. And I will sit on things, not send things, not push publish on blog posts or podcast episodes because it wasn't perfect. But my friend Amber of TalkToAmber.com always tells me like, you operate at such a high level that for you, turning in something that's at 80% for you is like 100% for somebody else. And I have to consider that like my standards are high. That doesn't mean that other people's standards are low, but their standards may not be as high as mine. So that means if I do something, if I tried my best, I should still turn it in. I should still push it out. I should still publish it because it didn't meet my 100% standards doesn't make it crap. It still has value. It's still useful. It can still help somebody else. It just wasn't at my standard at that time. And that doesn't mean that I should just shut everything down. But something that I keep seeing in answers on the survey is people saying like, I am waiting until I get these five things done or this idea that I have. I just don't feel like I've researched it enough to move forward with it or my branding is not done. So I'm not ready to start the business. And it's like, These are things that you've made in your head as building, as roadblocks, but other people may not even be like looking at that, or they may not even catch that according to you, that's flawed or that's incomplete. So you have to stop waiting for perfection as the entrance to the work that you're trying to do. Like it's nothing's ever really going to be perfect. Everything's always going to be a work in progress. I plan sometime soon to dig through the archives and like show you guys some of my previous work, like things that I've done at the very beginning of my career. Hell, things I've done even like two years ago. Like, I don't know how long you've been following me, if you've been following me since like the very first visionary journal. But like when I look at the very first one and I look at them now, I laugh because it wasn't perfect. It wasn't particularly like my exact like plan of how it was supposed to be, but I still put it out there and I just improved it over time. Stop letting perfection get in your way. Perfection is a dream killer. And the fifth one is overthinking. And this is that whole, I can't do anything because I'm going to keep reading about blogging. I'm going to read all the articles on Pinterest, all million and one of them about blogging before I actually take the time to write out a blogging plan or decide on my blogging niche or 
figure out how to create a blog, I'm just going to read and I'm going to research and I'm going to ask all the questions. I'm going to watch all the YouTube videos and listen to all the podcasts about blogging. But none of those things are helping you actually set up the blog. If you keep reading it instead of taking action on the work that you need to do, you have to stop overthinking things. Analysis paralysis is real. Every time I hear someone say something that's basically them overthinking, it makes me think of something that Felicia Hatcher, another previous guest, said. And that she said that some of y'all are educating yourselves out of your dreams. And it's so true. The time that you're worried about reading all these blog posts, it's just overwhelming you. It's overwhelming you with information. It's giving you feelings of comparison. It's making you feel inadequate, like you don't know anything. It's giving the chorus of fear something to sing about. And it's causing you to get into that space of trying to make sure your blog is perfect before you even launch it. But don't do that because half of the stuff that I have learned in business, more than half, almost everything I've learned in business has been an active activity. Very few things that I have done in the last year of business have been passive activities. And if you went and asked like, polled your favorite internet influencers or business people, they will tell you that business is, it's active. All of these things, the learning part, it's an active activity. You have to get in there and get your hands dirty. You have to do the work. That's how you learn. Yeah, there's some stuff that you're going to get by reading, but the majority of really important strategies and tactics and tips and tools, these are things that you get by actually doing the work, figuring out what works for you, figuring out what doesn't work, and then you keep it moving. But none of that's ever going to happen if you stay stuck in analysis paralysis and keep overthinking the process. You have to do the work. You have to put it out there. You have to try it and see how it goes. And really, that's that's all there is to it. So this is getting really long. I didn't intend for this to be that long. But my point is, these five unproductive habits, falling into the comparison trap, thinking you don't know anything, listening to the chorus of fear, waiting until everything is perfect to move forward and overthinking are keeping you stuck. They're preventing you from pimping your brilliance and chasing the stars with me. And that's just no bueno, because I really believe that whatever you want is available to you if you're willing to work for it. So you have to figure out how you can shift your mindset away from these five bad habits and replace them with new things so that you can be moving forward. Because the only way you're going to know if your idea is valid and if it works is if you put it out there. And you're not going to put it out there if you're letting these five habits get in the way. Tell me what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Did I miss one? I would love to hear from you. You can hit me up on Twitter at Star Chasers Only and also on Instagram, same name at Star Chasers Only. Or you can use the official Pimp Your Brilliance podcast Instagram, which is at Pimp Your Brilliance. I would love to know what you think. Which of these habits do you feel like is affecting you the most right now? And also do not forget to fill out that survey. Keepchasingthestars.com backslash survey. And that's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening. If you love the show, make sure you grab the Be Brilliant Guide where I share the keys to success for my most popular guests. Download it at keepchasingthestars.com backslash brilliant. Now go out there and pimp your brilliance.